Thanks for coming along on another Northwoods Ramble. I'm Seely Dave, your Hyperborn Reporter, coming to you from my little log cabin office once again, which is located at the base of the Hollywood Hills, just outside bustling downtown Seely, Wisconsin. Seely's nestled along the banks of the great Namakagan River, where the cedar trees gracefully genuflect towards the water that gives them life. Seely is also home to the Sawmill Saloon. I was just there last night with some friends. They had a great band there, a guy from... Uh, uh, from he didn't know whether he's from actually North Dakota or South Dakota, <laughs> which was kind of funny, but he, he, was a, he was a good performer, and um, I was there with some friends. Uh, we were having a few old fashions. I have mine, Whiskey Press, but you can get yours, brandy, sweet, or sour if you like as well. All their old fashions are delicious and finished with just a few dashes of regret. If you want something lighter, you can also get a latte, but it's going to be served cold in a 12-ounce can. Anyway, uh, so I'm solo as a host again this, this episode, show number four. My co-conspirator TJ is out of town with family. He hopefully will be back for the next show, or if not that show, maybe the show after that. But um, so what I'm doing for these shows now, I'm changing, we're getting a feel of this, this um, podcast, and, and I'm changing the format around a little bit from one show to the next. And I think I talked about this last show that I was thinking about doing my, a brief introduction after um, I record with guests. And we do have a couple of guests on this show, so stick around very soon. I'll jump to that interview with Daryl McNutt and Joel Harrison from New Moon Ski and Bike, a uh, bike shop in Hayward here. They are, the New Moon Ski and Bike is going to be taking over the Hungry Bear Gravel Race this year. And if you're a racer, you've probably already got an email notifying you about that. I'm transitioning ownership from me and my little LLC, Life Above 8, to New Moon. They offered uh, their help at the event last year. They had a crew on the ride, and we started chatting, and one thing led to another, and I decided it would be great fit for New Moon to actually take over and they were interested, so that's what's going to happen. Stick around after this brief introduction for, for the chat with Joel and Joel and Daryl. After that, I'm going to add another little segment after the interview, and I'm going to talk about some bikepacking gear that we have available for rent in our library. I'm going to get a little specific about sleeping pads. So stick around for all that, and uh, hope you'll join us through this entire Northwoods Ramble. Hey everybody, uh, it's Celie Dave again, and I have with me in my little log cabin studio um, some guests from New Moon, and today we're talking Hunger Bear and how um, we're transitioning the ownership this year to New Moon from me. As you may remember, I took over the event when Tim Kruger from Esker Cycles, his business got too busy, he doesn't live here anymore, and he couldn't run it. So I held it, uh, but it was not my intention. I am here to retire in the Northwoods, so it was not really my intention to continue running events like I did when I was at the bike fed. And so I've been kind of looking for, uh, we gave the, uh, I also ran the Schwamigan 100, and I quickly gave that to Canva because I was all on Canva Trail, so it really made the most sense for them to run that event. Um, and honestly, I don't ride 100 miles of 
saying I'm not that guy. So, so I didn't feel like I should run a race that I wouldn't do. Um, uh, but I do love gravel and I held on to that for a while looking for a good, uh, home for the hungry bear. And, uh, and we were at the, uh, event last, last, uh, spring and, um, and new moon had kind of a big contingent there. And I was chatting with, with Daryl McNutt here, and this is Joel Harrison, but I was chatting with Daryl and mentioning I'm looking for a place for it. And he said, oh, you know, New Moon might be interested. So so we had a number of meetings about it, and uh, it seems like a really good fit um, for you guys. So um, so I don't know. Why don't you guys, Daryl, maybe we'll just start with you and um, see why why do you think of that when I was just mentioning i don't know what to do with this race <laughs> well i think when we were we were talking and we we're just sitting there at uh, registration and uh i could see how much work you were doing with not a lot of help yeah me and my wife basically <laughs> yeah and uh i think my question i was like why did you just ask us for help and you didn't realize that uh, that was even a possibility and right and then we started talking and uh Way back, well, I'd say way back when, 2019, I used to work on the the Gitchy Groomy Grand Fondo with Tommy Matush and, and Jenny Halsman. And uh, I was just thinking, I was like, well, I got all the plans and, and you know, it's such a great event that, uh, you know, definitely we could help out. And I think also where our, you know, where our ethics are at, where how we feel about the community is all in line as well, because we really want to give back the hungry bear gives back to the community and it just felt like a good fit. Cool. Cool. Have uh, either of you, I know you did it because you have, you yep. ridden in an overdrill? I never seem to be in shape. <laughs> or too <laughs> busy, a bike shop owner. That's part I, of it. It's really easy to say, Hey, why don't you kids do it? And I'll, I'll run the shop on Saturday. Nice. And, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, that is one of the, you you want to not ride a lot, become a bike shop owner, right? Cause you just, you're, it's been working out really well. But, um, you know, we pick certain events and throughout the year uh -huh. that we're going to either travel and go do, or we're going to do some of the local ones. This is, uh, even though I've never done the hungry bear, it's a neat one for me because there's so many people that come in to the shop afterwards, just really lit up about it. Really enjoyed it. Had, um, some folks are coming from an urban environment. Maybe they've got some good gravel riding where they're at, but whatever it is, they, they come up and they ride those roads and they've had a real wonderful um semi-wilderness beauty experience it's not so big uh, right it's a really pleasant event you know i i i was surprised when i look at the heat maps i see people all these there's a big hot spot down in iowa and then there's even stuff like out, out by steamboat um so i was chatting with some people after the finish this year and um the first guy that came up to me and just was like, oh, thanks for another great event. You know, I'm here from Steamboat. And I was like, it's like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. I got to right. ask like, yeah. you guys have, how did you, you guys got lots of places to ride. You got lots of gravel. You've got Steamboat gravel. And he's like, oh, Steamboat's got nothing on this. This, this event <laughs> is just great. And then, um, the same thing, the guys from Iowa, I was like, Iowa city, what every, you go two minutes outside of any town in Iowa and you're on endless gravel, you know? So I was like, why? And again, he said the same thing. He said that we just don't have uh, gravel routes that have the diversity that, that yeah. mm -hmm. and that is one of the things with this route that, that Tim Kruger created 
it goes through so yeah. many different, you know, um, kind of biomes um, from the, the stuff up on the northern end up by Morgan Falls and stuff has mm -hmm. a very different feel to it than the stuff that does down, you know, closer to Cable and stuff. And then even out by um, Marengo, that, that changes and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I really, I, I think when I took it over from Tim, I, I honestly, I, I thought, you know, it was like 250 people and I looked back through the registration. There was always 250, 208. I'm like, oh, I could, you know, I'm going to add, uh, you know, age groups and I'm going to, you know, we're going to do a war. I'm going to make some sort of belt buckle or a, a, you win a hatchet or something cool like, you know, yeah. the, like Leadville races and stuff like that. And after I shadowed Tim and Odia the first year when I was talking about taking over it, I, I quickly realized that isn't what these people sign up for and they really like the the sort of the you're on your own ethos that we don't have a ton of support but you also the price that helps us keep the prices low the registration fees low and it has kind of this family reunion vibe to it more than that sort of like hyped up you know race face on at the start line um feel to it which those races we've got lots of in spades and you know the lifetime events and and mm -hmm. stuff like that here in the berkey and things there's lots of those great um uh top level super high level of support things and and this doesn't have that, but um, you guys, Daryl, you were talking about adding a little bit more to it. Yeah, and I think the DIY kind of concept, we're gonna, we definitely want to keep that. There's, Make up a little. Bit there's more. a solid <laughs> foundation there that uh, that you're right. Everybody, it is a, a family reunion feel because, like for us, it's we get to see all those friends that you know on the bike side of the world that we miss for the whole winter time, and and this is their first time out. But on the other hand, we want to make it so that we get a lot of new folks come in and just a little more support out there. We're uh, probably going to have, I'm going to add two water stops there. And Yeah, it was nice we got that uh, unsolicited offer of help from the, um, Lincoln, yep. the Lincoln Forest Trails Friends Group, right? Yep, exactly. And then... Uh, Another one, uh, when Gitchigumi worked with the Washburn cross-country team, and I talked oh. to Dalt Collins and his wife, and they're <laughs> fired up to do it again, and uh, they used to put on a pretty fun uh, stop for folks that everybody used to remember. So we'll have a couple couple stops along the way. Keep and, it and then Eric the Fox usually shows up from yep. Embark. He usually shows up somewhere in the woods. Um, yeah, and they saved a lot of people this year because we all think we're getting prepared, but it's early in the season, and I know uh, – Thanks to them, they saved me when I was uh, out of water. So right, yeah, that's cool. It, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, I try to tell people you're on your own, and and um, this year the because we had such a late, the winter lasted so late um, that uh, campground in Beaver Lake, um, sort of halfway through the long course, has got a water pump, but the camp, the Forest Service had not opened that that up so it wasn't open so there wasn't even that on the course this year um yep. yeah and we want to make that i just want to make it a little uh easier for folks out there uh, you bring some of the new new folks into it as well they haven't done gravel you added the the climbing cub and yeah you know um one of the things that i added to the event was some like discounts discounts for kids you know like if you're a kid that's into there's so many nike kids around now and stuff but you know those races cost a lot of money that that sport adds up so doing it i feel like if families 
had limited income to invest in in bike racing they might keep them so i offered like a super cheap discount for the nike kids and then women still only make up such a small percentage of the uh, folks at the start line i offered like a a, a sort of a 20 percent gender discount because they normally only make up about 20 percent of the start line we have had about 30 percent um since we started doing that so maybe that's helped the other thing though is the shorter distance i feel like yeah. that might help bring more people in and increase the diversity instead of just the typical guys that are out there well, I think also the the thing that we agreed upon is keeping the entry fee low. Right. Um, we know a lot of events, it's getting pretty pricey, and we want to make sure that we keep it so that, you know, you can, the whole family can do it and not break the bank. And um, and we plan on keeping some of those discounts going, obviously, for NICA kids. And we just want to bring as many people as we can and up to the area and have a great event. And, um, you know, there'll be Tilly's Pie again, which right. has always kind of become a tradition. And uh, and I think we, we could keep the registration Friday at, um, at Rivers, um, yes. even if we were talking about moving the whole start-finish out since the Telemark Village project is progressing. We're, we were talking about moving the whole start-finish thing maybe out to Telemark area um, and just there's so much parking there um yeah. and everything but we the event was started as a shoulder season event to help the local economy and those local businesses and cable so um and the bike shops when people come through but uh so we kind of wanted to uh uh keep that focus there and mick Endersby also helped start this mick and beth at at um the rivers uh eatery pizza place in cable so I thought if we do Friday, if we do the registration packet pickup stuff thing there Friday, we can just keep that there. That's easy. Yeah, the Telemark uh, Center is, you know, everything's in flux there. So we're not sure, right. we'll, you know, when they're going to break ground. And and I do think keeping it in the in the cable proper. They're, uh, I already talked to Berkey. They're going to allow us to use the parking again. So cool. that'll help with uh, some congestion. And um, Joel, can you say a little bit about... Um, I know it is in flux, but what what you guys are you're going to be have a spot out that telemark, right? Yeah, and the timing is still, you know, still up in the air on this. But what's already happened up there is pretty mind blowing. You know, <laughs> it, that new green trail that they built um, yeah. is now my wife's favorite trail. It used to be hospital trails, you know, and now that's her favorite trail. There's and, been more and more demand yeah. for that. Yeah. And I think that the sort of green trail um, concept, you know, for those of us who've been in, in the sport for a long enough time, we don't see the need, but at the bike shop, we see a lot of people who've gotten scared on right. a certain trail and then they've had to quit the sport and then encountered something like the hospital trail or the green trail, and then they're back in it. Right. And maybe they're actually going back to some of the trails that were too difficult for them, but they were able to build their skills. Well, and the progressive loop design that, that they are constructing out there is great too, because like I, I think after a couple more trips out to those green trails, I'll be able to get um, Liz to follow me out on the blue because yeah. except for a couple of spots at the end, um, there's a, there's an around mm -hmm. for every, every, it's just. Actually, it was really, I think that was pretty well done. Yeah, that I, piece I agree. Was, and I think that just to bring it back to the hungry bear, I think that creating a third short distance, I think we have to remember that, you know, even though, you know, we've been in the sport for a long time, we forget what the barrier to entry is. Right. You know, for someone to drop a thousand dollars on a bike, 
to travel a couple hundred miles with some friends who are better than they are. But then if we can give people a comfortable place to land and start, you know, all it takes is that one beautiful Saturday or the really cool event that gets you hooked for life on these things. And I think the hunger bear is, you know, it's been a, it's been a neat one for people. Well, and we did um, grow it to 500 people this year and it still felt good at like, I, I don't think we have any, I, didn't feel crazy like no Shalom again, i don't or, i don't think yeah. i think it can actually could possibly grow just a little bit bigger too i mean i don't think there's really room for it to turn into one of those 2500 you know shawami style events but and that's that's really not our intention we did uh did expand it to 600 this year um just to get a few people that didn't you know last year be able to make the cutoff um but really want to keep it focused on the community and even, you know, we're not going to bring in big sponsors. We're going to have community sponsors and we're going to make it easy so everybody can, you know, and all the businesses can participate and show people what it's like to, to live up here, make our community better and really can, you know, have an event that represents what we are up here. Cool. Well, I also thought, um, and I don't know, we can, I don't, I guess I shouldn't throw this out here while we're on video, but I will, because that's all. <laughs> um, I thought maybe we could do a couple of just fun little raffle things or something at the end at Rivers, too, to sort of keep the, the post party um, going there. I mean, this year we had Ursa Minor Brewing come there, and that's great. I think they it's a it's a bear brewery, so and it's from Wisconsin, yeah, that tie, that so it, it makes yeah. makes sense to have them have them back if they want to come back, and and that's a reason to go back to Rivers, other than the delicious pizza and the great beer and the amazing vibe that they have there, and uh, Trudy with the pies next door. But at, um, but I thought maybe we could, since you guys are in the business, and you know we that throw is a few the plan. Items, yeah. We're gonna talk to local businesses. I'm gonna have. Probably, you know, 10 to 12 really kind of cool raffle uh, prizes to give away. And there's all you have to do is register and everybody's going to be entered. And then we'll do it at uh, Rivers Sweet. afterwards. Sweet. And we'll just, awesome. have to, just have to ask the Jacksons not to put their tickets in the hat. They always win something. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so just real quick before we go, we just wanted to do a short little update to let her introduce sort of like the, the new faces um, that you may see at, at the Hungry Bear um, in the organization. And you may hear um, from Daryl and Joel and some of the other folks at New Moon about um, in further email communications about the event. Um, it won't just be Seely Dave at, at the end, but I will... I will still be around, and um, you know I love the event. It, it feels like my family reunion now, even after the few short years I've been helping with it. So I'll I'll certainly um, be helping out, and um, and I'll be there at the you know registration and, and the finish and stuff. But uh, I may actually be able to get out in, on the course and do some photos again this year. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're gonna have a new website coming. There'll be more communications, right. and uh, again we just. Took this over, so we wanted to get this transition of, of ownership, but then we'll start communicating, getting that out to everybody that's on the, the mailing list and also on our Facebook page. Cool. So um, so anybody that's coming through the area, um, New Moon is is right on Highway 63, just on, on the way to Cable, just out, outside of Hayward, on the right side of the road, on the east side of Highway 63. And um, it's a great shop. Um, it's got a log cabin vibe to it, just like, just like this does. Um, and uh, certainly stop in and, and you can say, hey, and check out uh, check out the shop. Um, what else, um, anything else you guys want to let folks I guess know I, about? I, one thing I'd like to interject is that we've had um, a couple of wrenches in the building for 
like these guys have been working half of their life fixing derailers and cables and bottom brackets right before events. And they really enjoy that. And oh, nice. it's a big part of one of the things that kind of keeps our staff pretty motivated is being able to save a weekend every now and then for someone. Sure. So don't be shy. Okay. You know, cool. Cool. And then if you are up here, uh, if you're coming up here or you live up here and um, and you're here for like a week or something, you guys have like uh, weekly shop rides and stuff as well, right? Yep. We're both a little tired from last night's Tuesday. <laughs> but Tuesday Tuesday ride, there's a gravel or I'm sorry, there's a road ride and there's also a mountain component. Oh, and, and they're both on Tuesday. Both on Tuesday night. But we often get together later. There was a, one of our 16 year old riders and his birthday party last night. So there was oh nice food and cake and awesome. You know, awesome. It was it was a pretty fun night. So all right. Well, thanks guys. Um, thanks for doing this. Um, and our regular, my regular co-conspirator TJ. Um, he's had a death in the family, so he mm. hasn't been able to be on the show. He may not be on this uh, show for a little while yet. Um, the the family death was out of out of state, so they've had you know estate things to deal with and stuff like that. So he's been gone and dealing with this kid Anne Marie and stuff like that. But, um, so, uh, hopefully we'll have some, uh, some other local celebs on, on our show in, in the next coming, uh, weeks or so. And other than that, um, thanks Joel and, and Daryl and, uh, Christy in the corner over there <laughs> and, um, new moon. And thanks everybody for coming on this Northwoods ramble. Dave, thanks. And thanks for your advocacy over the years. You bet. You bet. Thank you. Okay. And we're done. It's Seely Dave back again. I hope you like that uh, chat with Joel and uh, and Daryl. And I, I hope you feel just as I do that New Moon is going to be a great fit as the new owners of the Hungry Bear 100 gravel race. Um, so, so thanks to those guys for coming on the show. And thanks a lot for, for taking over the event. And, and um, but... Uh, as I said uh, in my introduction, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the gear that we will have for rent. We actually have it for rent. It's not yet up on the websites as a rental item uh, at New Moon Ski and Bike or at Riverbrook Bike and Ski in Hayward. Those are both great, great bike shops in Hayward, Wisconsin, just down the road from me, 10 miles. Um, and... Uh, and they already rent bikes and stuff, so as I said in some of the previous shows, it just seemed like a good uh, idea to give them the gear lending library that we purchased with some of the profits of the Hungry Bear, and they will put it on their Recreo Go site so you can rent it. If you're a local, you can um, check it out for free. Uh, there'll be nominal fees. We haven't set those fees yet. They won't be expensive, but it'll be... Um, Pretty affor an affordable way to try bikepacking. If you want to come up here and give that something a try without having to invest the twelve or fifteen hundred dollars that you might have to um, spend to get all the fancy uh, lightweight tents and sleeping pads and sleeping quilts and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, so on this show, I've got some of the sleeping pads that we've got available, and I'm just going to walk through them so you have an idea of of um, what what they are and how big they are. So. So this is my personal sleeping pad. This is a Thermarest Neo Air Uberlite. <laughs> it's a mouthful, right? But this is $220, $230, depending on where you find it, uh, retail price. And as you can see, it's extremely small. It's very comfortable. Um, I like it a lot, but it's pretty darn expensive. It's about the, one of the most expensive pads you can buy because it is the smallest and the lightest pad out there. It is eight and a half ounces. So that's that's my pad. 
And I was looking for something similar um, in size and weight, but um, much more affordable. And what I came across was these, these XPED Ultra 1R pads. These were about $120, I think I paid for them. And they're, as you can see, it's, it's pretty darn, it's just a shade bigger than the Thermarest. It is 14 ounces, so uh, five ounces, let's do my math here correctly. This was, this was eight and a half, so, and this is 14, so six ounces, five ounces, something like that, a little bit, um, a little bit heavier, but not much, still very light, very small, very compact, so easily you can fit this and the, um, the Enlightened Equipment Quilt and the tent all in that front bag for the Salsa Anything Cradle that we have, have for rent. I have a couple other different models um, in the Gear Landing Library as well. I've got another, another XPED. This is the Ultra 3R, so it's got a higher R value for later in the fall if you're um, sleeping and the ground is cold. This will keep you a little bit warmer. Um, or earlier in the spring. It's not really a winter um, R-value uh, pad, but it would probably work in a pinch if you wanted to do winter camping. And this weighs 16 ounces compared to the 14 ounces. So a couple more ounces, you get a couple additional um, R-values. And as you can see, it's just a shade bigger than the, the um, in size than the one R, but, but marginally so. I also have a few of these. Um, these were $30 um, Big Agnes AirCore Ultras. Um, and these are um, significantly bigger and heavier than the, than the XPED pads. So I've got a couple of these. This one weighs one pound, 10 ounces, and it is bigger. I'm not sure you could pack this in the anything cradle bag with the tent and the, the quilt. You might be able to fit it in there, but um, so these are, these are still reasonable. They're very comfortable. They don't inflate as easily as these. These, I think, the XPED bags have the best bag system with their schnozzle that connects to it. And you just, you don't have to blow in these bags to um, inflate them. You just fill this sort of bag up and squeeze it in, in a less than a couple minutes, you've got a fully inflated um, sleeping pad. And it also doesn't put that moisture inside the pad, which is uh, can cause mold issues from continually blowing, you know, your moist breath into a sleeping pad. So, but Big Agnes comes with one of those bags as well, an inflation bag. It doesn't work as well as this one does. And the Thermarest doesn't, it had, came with one and it barely works at all. I, I don't even bother with it. Um, I just blow it up basically because, um, so this has, this Thermarest though has their original um, screw type nozzle on it. The new model, I got this when it first came out, the new model of Thermarest Uber Light has the uh, X-Wing valve, which they claim is easier. And so maybe the inflation bag is easier for the newer one, but for $230, I'm not sure I would buy one again. Um, now that I've found these um, XPED 1Rs um, or the 3Rs. So anyway, so those are, those are, the, um, those are the sleeping bags that, that we have. We have the XPEDs and the Big Agnes Ultra Air Cores that you can check out. And the, as I, I've said 
we're going to have that all up on the rental pages for New Moon Ski and Bike and um, Riverbrook Bike and Ski. And you'll be able to rent those from them or locals check them out for free. I will be going through some of the other gear in uh, a little quick additions like this at the end of each show um, till we walk through the rest of the gear and talk about each of it that we have, each item that we have available for, for rent. So um, this, I hope you enjoy the new format for the Northwoods Ramble with the introduction, the guests, and then this, this closing thing. That may change a little bit depending on our topics in the future, but um, I appreciate uh, your feedback. If you want to leave some, I think you can leave comments and stuff in the, um, either below the videos on uh, YouTube or in Spotify or Apple. I think they both have a place to leave comments on the podcast. So, um, so if you give me some feedback, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be happy to integrate those suggestions if I can make that work. But otherwise, um, this is going to be Seely Dave signing off on the Northwoods Ramble. Thanks for coming along this time, and we'll see you again soon. I'm going to let Hugh Bob and The Hustle take us out with their great Northwood song. Bye-bye.